The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome to our March 2020 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to look back on the month and talk about some of the trends behind some of the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us for Winners and Losers is Tyson Stockton, who is Search Metrics' newly minted Vice President of Services. Tyson manages Search Metrics' SEO content and client success organizations. And outside of shepherding their largest and most strategic clients to SEO success, He's dug through the search metric suite to help you understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my monthly sit down with Searchmetrics' VP of Services, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome to Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, Ben. Good to be back. Different location, but always good to be back on. There is obviously a lot going on this month. And before we get into the obvious biggest trend in the world and obviously in marketing as well, let's start off with some happy news. You were promoted to vice president at Search Metrics. Uh, when we get together, you're buying beers, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe a little bourbon too. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, good. Let's let's start off on a positive note and and hopefully we'll be able to get together soon. Which brings us to the reason why you're taking this call from your bedroom. Nobody can go outside right now. Coronavirus is dominating the landscape. And, you know, as much as we're going to try to keep it positive and keep you entertained and talk to you a little bit about SEO, we obviously have to talk about that and how it's impacting the search landscape. So in our winners and losers segment, talk to me about when we decided to focus on how the coronavirus, COVID-19 is impacting the SEO community. How did you start to think about segmenting the data? 
Yeah, and I mean, I think as as it's developed, I would anticipate that the landscape's going to shift quite rapidly over the coming months and weeks. But really, like how I wanted to look at it is first targeting a few in- industries, you know, industries that we know have an impact of what's going on and people spending more time at home. And as we see that increase in kind of scale throughout the nation, we're going to see that kind of evolve in the search landscape. So as far as industries, I wanted to look at things like online streaming, what's going on in kind of the the e-commerce or retail space with people not being able to go to stores. How is that looking for media? How is it looking for health-related? And those industries that we know are having this significant impact to what's going on today. So let's dive into the details here. It's a little too early for us to talk about the coronavirus keyword on itself. We're still collecting data to try to figure out what's going to happen with who's winning the coronavirus keyword search. And obviously, we want to make sure that everybody who is optimizing for that term is doing it with the best intentions. Let's talk a little bit about some of the industries that were impacted. First and foremost, let's talk about what's been dominating the news, the media category. Obviously, COVID-19, coronavirus is something that is you know, pretty much in charge of everything other than football signings lately. What's happening and, and who's winning the media game? Yeah, and I think like one thing on the media and just like this topic in general is you do have a fair amount of variance even within the US and obviously across different nations. And what I've been noticing, one thing before we get into like the winners and stuff is a lot of variance between different types of searches based on what's happening in your community. So like the type of results that I'm getting here in San Francisco is very different than someone that's maybe like middle of the country where they're not having the same immediate impact. So I think that's one thing just to note is with this type of event, you have a lot of variations or variants within location pieces. So the data sets that we're going to be talking about is across the entire US. But when we look at the media players and the larger media players, and typically this is a space that's been highly volatile of like winners and losers, they're always on our top 100 list. But one thing you see is first and foremost, Stability from New York Times. They are the clear number one in the space. If you went back earlier in the year, they're right there with CNN. They've made some separation. So a lot of stability from New York Times and still that stronghold in the number one spot. Quickly behind them, you have CNN who, you know, it's not been significant wins, but we have seen CNN being on the winning side as far as over the last few weeks, linking together some single-digit growth in their visibility points. Yeah, I think that the the story here is that in the media industry, there hasn't really been a ton of volatility. So as much as the topic of the coronavirus is dominating the news landscape, it doesn't necessarily mean that people are searching for the news more often. So we're seeing a point up or down here or there, New York Times, CNN, Forbes, USA Today, they're all within two points of where they were last week. And the biggest zoomed out trend here is that the New York Times, in terms of search visibility over the last six months, has picked up about a third of its market share and is now clearly separated from CNN. They were kind of neck and neck. And over the last six months, New York Times has taken over, but there really hasn't been a dynamic shift in the landscape yet. 
when we look at what's happening in the days of the wake of the coronavirus outbreak here in the United States? I think one other piece to the point of, you know, New York Times is all these media providers, they're all writing about essentially the same thing right now. But when we think about who's poised or who's in the position to take advantage of it, I think that's where you have to give some credit to New York Times in this situation, being that they are kind of the number one player and by having some of the fundamental SEO core technical aspects in a decent position, as these stories break, and if you assume that everyone's producing content or the same quality of content, they would be the kind of front runner for the person that's going to take advantage and actually capitalize on this increased search volume. So let's talk a little bit more about where people are getting their information. Uh, obviously, the, the news media is going to be an important part of that. There has to be people that are searching for symptoms of COVID-19. Talk to me a little bit about what we're seeing in the landscape of health companies. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously that's a kind of hot topic of how these websites are trending, but maybe starting off on on the broader lens of health and medical websites as a whole, you have WebMD, which is kind of similar story from New York Times of showing stability consistently in kind of the, the number one spot amongst their competitors. And then you have Healthline, who's actually been having a really strong, I mean, I'd say almost going back six, nine months, but their first Q1 has been strong and they're actually closing the gap on WebMD. So I think those two websites from the macro, like overall health lens, not just COVID-19 or coronavirus, we're seeing stability from WebMD and then growth from Healthline to actually close that gap. Ryan Pertil, friend of the podcast, I'm looking at you. He's the VP of SEO at Healthline, early lead for SEO of the year. Keep going, Tyson. What else are you seeing <laughs> in the health space? Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a head nod to Ryan there. The also looks surprisingly is... like Dave Matthews. <laughs> so the other ones that are obviously kind of clear impact sites for this are the CDC.gov and also the World Health Organization. So these are both websites that we saw probably some of the most like increased growth, naturally knowing the topic of it. But I'd say CDC is actually winning the most of that for search traffic here in the U.S. And they've had a, you know, a significant growth every single week. It's been almost between low single digits, low double digit increases from a percentage standpoint. And so really since the, the start of this, or at least when we've seen it rise here in the U.S., they consistently are growing. And as this further develops, we just expect that to continue. The World Health Organization, very similar story. And it actually follows a very similar pattern across kind of like if you're looking at the trend line from the graph, they are considerably lower than the CDC from a visibility perspective. But the same pattern, the same consistent growth. I think the difference that you see there is obviously they have a more international. So you're going to have the same trend being in all the different markets as well. So I think the takeaway here, when we look at the traditional winners in the healthcare space where people are getting their information, WebMD and Healthline still leading the pack have seen a slight increase, but nothing massive. Healthline is continuing their trend and and trending towards being the biggest player and overtaking WebMD. Haven't quite made it there yet. But you know things are getting weird when we're calling out the CDC as one of the biggest winners of the week, folks. That's not a good (laughs) sign. Congratulations to the uh, SEO working at the CDC. 
We never want to call you one of the winners. That means things are, you know, getting a little messy and we're all sitting at home, hopefully listening to this podcast. But we are seeing a pretty significant increase, I think, for the World Health Organization. They're up like 30%. And for the CDC, it's up like 50% over the last four weeks. So significant growth in the visibility of those websites. And I would expect that trend is just going to continue over the next a month or yeah. kind of really duration of, of this whole event. Now, boy, I hope not. But uh, you know that would be my expectation too, is that people are continuing to search for CDC-related terms uh, as the coronavirus continues to spread. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So Tyson, I guess the last industry that I want to look at with you today is we're talking about where people are getting their information. They're looking at the news kind of in a steady state. They're looking for health information, more from the CDC and the World Health Organization. Uh, People are also going to get information from each other. Talk to me about what we're seeing when we start comparing what's happening with the communication tools. Yeah. And I mean, I think this one and someone anticipated as more people start working from home, the dependency on keeping those meetings going. And just like what we're seeing from their business side, we're seeing the same thing from a search performance. So the online conferencing tools, we've seen a huge spike in overall kind of visibility from these sites. It's across the board. Everybody's winning. But there is a clear number one as far as who's having the most significant gains. So four sites that we looked at, Skype, Zoom, GoToMeeting, and BlueJeans.com. All of those had double-digit growth, the lowest being Skype at 10%, GoToMeeting 23%. This is just in the last week. Blue jeans, 82%. 82%. I know that one's big, but the big outlier here and the one that's like had a traumatic jump has been Zoom. So Zoom.us had a 168% week over week increase just this last week. So I think that is the clear, the clear number one winner as far as the online conferencing tools go. So fascinating to me that of the communication tools, the peer-to-peer communication tools, 
we're seeing a clear winner. Uh, obviously, everyone is doing a little bit better. But man, Zoom, 168% week-over-week growth. Have you ever seen a bigger jump? It's been a while. I think we saw when there's some of the algorithm drops, we saw some decreases around that range. But very rare do you see the increases of this magnitude. And you know, obviously, there's external factors involved here. But yeah, they're definitely capitalizing on it and taking advantage of how the direction's going. So people are searching more for ways to get connected using Zoom, Blue Jeans, Go to Meetings, Skype as well. Everybody's having a good visibility week and, and a trend for a couple of weeks. How about when we think about the communication tools for like the peer-to-peer chats? What are you seeing out of like the Slacks of the world? Interesting enough, Slack was actually the opposite trend of what we saw from those other sites. So across the board, we saw increases from the online conferencing tools. But then if we look at just Slack's performance, it's been kind of like ups and downs. Like So if you look at it from just last week, what happened, they're down 23%. But then if you go back a couple of weeks, they increased. So I'd say overall, we're not seeing a huge downturn, but we're not seeing the same uplift on those type of queries versus the online conferencing and the face-to-face element that Zoom obviously leans into, GoToMeeting leans into. So we're not seeing the same trend as the others. It is, it's just it's not like the floor is falling out either. I wonder if that is more related to Slack's optimization and you know their site performance, or if it's just that people are not prioritizing work right now as they're trying to figure out childcare and there's more sort of stay-at-home directives from the government uh, here in the United States. It's obviously a challenging time. It's obviously a shift in the landscape personally, professionally, and in the SEO landscape. And that's really what we're seeing here. Tyson, when we think about how people are communicating, talk to me about who are your winners and losers. I think number one winner here is, for me, clear, Zoom. They've exploded in this last week. We see it in their business numbers and reports that are coming out. So Zoom would definitely be the number one. I think for my biggest winner, I'm going to go with the CDC. Obviously, an important reference point that we should all be looking at. Throw SEO out the window for a second. This is a serious topic and people's lives are at stake. And the place that we're getting the real, right, and accurate information, the CDC, the World Health Organization... This is not a political thing. This is not a marketing strategy. This is a serious topic where people's lives are at stake. And those are the reputable sources of information that we should all be looking to. So their visibility increasing, I think, is a good sign, even though obviously we don't want to be thinking about the topic. Tyson, how about you for the the losers? Who's your loser for the week? As far as the losers, we've been concentrating on on the industries that are, you know, have an increased demand or are very like pivotal in what's going on right now. So I think from my perspective, I'm not I'm not seeing any significant losers here because it's such like a surge in interest and demand that's going on. So I think the losers here are probably actually more in industries that we actually haven't touched on. And all of these are ones that I think are more of an increase or a surge of surge volume versus some of the other industries that may be feeling more tightening pressure. Without having done the research, my guess is that the B2B, the professional, the sort of hobby enthusiast, outdoor and event space, those are probably going to be losers as people are shifting and, and trying to figure out how to deal with the new reality. 
Well, Tyson, I appreciate you coming on. We're actually going to continue this conversation tomorrow where Tyson and I are going to talk about not necessarily where people are getting their information, but how search volumes are being impacted in industries that are relevant to our lifestyles at home. Tyson, stay healthy, wash your hands, and uh, we'll, we'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks, Ben. Talk soon. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics' Vice President of Services. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you can visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to try to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data and go wash your hands. 